You know what, Mel? Dating is already hit and miss enough and your skincare shouldn't be a gamble too. 100% it should not. And that's why I'm really intrigued by software. It's dermatologist approved prescription skincare, right? To tackle the likes of acne, pigmentation, and anti-aging delivered right to your door. Yeah. And the coolest part is, is that each bottle is actually custom made with real ingredients that are proven to work, but it's custom made to your skin. So it'll treat exactly what you want it to. And as a little additional treat for a limited time, I've heard new users can get a free doctor's consult to ensure it's a perfect match. They absolutely can. And you know what? I'd swipe right on that. You can head to www.skin.software to find out more. This is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hey, Ash. Hi, Mel. not like two seconds ago we weren't recording the previous episode that you would have heard a week ago yes no we did not (laughs) we're absolutely burning through content because we want to give you guys heaps to listen to over christmas break because did you know that somebody said to me the other day no my sister said that a work colleague of hers binged all her eps in like a road trip and i was like that's a great energy for christmas is for people that are new to this podcast yeah to just like smash through them and then come out the other side feeling really confident about your dating game and like uplifted dating's fun and you're a star so even when you get shat on by people when you're dating you just pick yourself up love yourself first baby (laughs) yeah exactly so um yeah so we're trying to give you heaps of content over the christmas break yeah so it is summer. It is summer. Summer is a time for dating, which is new for me because I usually don't date in summer, which is weird. Did you always date in summer? Yeah. I mean, I've always dated always. Yeah. I, yeah. You never really, you were always I mean, on the up. That's yeah. Always I've, I've always got something on the run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think summer, I've always been perplexed by this sort of dialogue around like, lockdown for the winter and like be single mm. for the summer i'm like what does it even matter like my life does not vary between like i'm gonna snuggle up and watch movies in the aircon or the heater what does it even matter yeah it's literally if I, anything sometimes i'm more inclined to watch movies in the aircon yeah that's a the, real vibe when it's like four thousand degrees totally. outside totally um so i find that really weird that people yeah break up like what's the it summer. called cuffing season yeah. i don't get it it's very american that cuffing it's, well yeah because america has more aggressive winters too so i guess it is more like you're inside a lot more so you do need to maybe team up like penguins yeah it's, it's kind of it's team. literally like some weird antarctica shit isn't it truly truly i don't know if penguins team up in winter but they seem like they would if you're a penguin fan write in let us know yeah <laughs> if you are a penguin yeah. Let us know. <laughs> oh. Let us know generally if you're a penguin. Yes. Because I'm intrigued how a penguin has gotten onto this podcast, but love it. It's we're big in Antarctica, guys. Welcome. We are thriving down in Antarctica. We are helping all the penguins out with their relationship problems down there. But um yeah, well I have usually been single in summer and yeah. I am now dating in summer for the first time in ages. And it's funny, Ash, because oh, oh, I mean, I'm saying it's funny, but you know what I'm about to tell you, because we were just briefly talking about this. And I was like, I should bring this up on the podcast, which is that I am such a planner, as you know, loves a fucking plan over here. Loves a plan. Loves that a iCal plan. is. I want to know point. where I'm going, what time, what I'm taking, who I'm with, how where, to get there, how to get there, all of it, all at once. And so I actually 
found I've well I have found over time that I don't seem to date guys usually that are planets at all and I'll usually be the one that's like making the whole plan like it might be like they might be like hey what are you doing on Wednesday but then I'm the one that's like nothing let's go here and we'll eat this and we'll drink this and then we'll go to this place and then I'll do yeah, this, great. This, and this yeah and then they just go along with it and then like I am the person that comes up with the concept of the day I guess well that sort of is the base of today's episode yes isn't it? it is that is that it's not just about who you're dating it's like what you're doing as well it's what you're doing it's the activity yes this is something Ash is very passionate about so I, I feel am, like you should lead I am very this. passionate about it so I think time and time again we have this very it's like dating's hard you're putting yourself out there constantly putting yourself out there on the internet in real life and essentially like just getting you know disappointed sometimes yeah there's no other word for it like that feeling of you're not necessarily getting crushed or hurt but you're just like getting a little bit let down and all those incidences can really get on top of you and i think um when you're consistently micro disappointed in little increments it can build up to feel really big oh totally and so you look at dating like a chore it's really hard it's shitty i'm probably not going to like them anyway what's even the point of going all men are trash etc 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 we've heard it yeah yeah i've heard it from mates and it's like heaps easy to get to that point it's so easy to get to that point because if you keep getting disappointed you expect disappointment so you Mm -hmm. walk into dates being like great yeah no this will be much like the last one and probably like the next one yay for me whereas i just think we need to reframe the game a bit like Mm. look at dating as fun and i know that that is fucking easier said than done i remember going on two dates a week and just being like oh my god like man i am just meeting like the most dull people in this city Mm. but then i thought i sat down and i thought all right mate what's going on here it's not that you're meeting people that are dull it's that it's you you're coming in with an attitude that has been tainted by past disappointments so I just thought, how can I sort of make these dates feel a little bit better for me Mm. and a little bit more exciting? So always pick something to do that is going to be fun anyway. So go to like some dodgy Vietnamese you've always been meaning to go and eat at or go to a new bar that's opened or go and play paintball or check out some new park that's just had, you know, a pond put in with lots of eels. <laughs> oh, God. fish. Oh, my like, God. No one is going to the eel park. Absolutely like, not. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Whatever your interest is. And just toss it up when you guys are working mm. out the date details. Be like, hey, I've actually heard about this, like, tennis court that's reopened, like, around the corner from my house. Do you want to go have a hit? Mm. Like, have you got a racket? Do something. Because you were going to go anyway. Yeah. You were going to go and check out that bar or go and, you know eat a bowl of soup anyway so then you can be excited twofold so yeah. you're excited about going to meet someone new and then you're excited about going and doing something new and if it turns out they're not your person at least you're not let down only like sort of exclusively let down you're less let down because yeah. you've done something cool well yeah like it kind of like takes the pressure off the actual date and that being an enjoyable experience and and sort of balances it with, but 
you know, the, the activity could be really fun or just, you know, going and finally getting to do a thing that you didn't have anyone to go and do it with. Totally. You know, like there's there's new positives that are mixed in and then that way it counteracts that. What you said about micro disappointments is really interesting and I feel like really the crux of the whole dating fatigue that we get yeah. in modern dating because it's rejection. Like I think I feel like before and like as someone who did kind of date before apps but not heaps but also knows a lot of people that did, you just didn't date this much. Like we, we dated date. a lot and I think that's great in some ways. Like how fantastic that we are meeting so many more people outside mm. of our direct circle so many more people that we could be compatible with, right? But also, obviously, so many more people that we may not be compatible with, right? And that's life. Like, you up the stakes, like, you you add in more into the mix and you're going to have more disappointments just like you might have more cha- chances of it being good. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers, it's game. A numbers game. It's a numbers game. But then, yeah, like, it's like part of that is obviously going to be that some people, like, you're going to get more shit people. And it's funny because it's the micro disappointments that build up and I think what we're all sick of is like you go on a date Mm. and you go in with that shred of hope that you still have left that it's going to be good or you go out with someone a few times with that little shred of hope that keeps building a little bit and a little bit incrementally and then you just get another disappointment that you have to overcome because like disappointment is sometimes on par with actual heartbreak like I got like dumped a while ago like this year after something that was pretty low key and not like didn't it was only a few months long mm. but i had gotten to the point where i thought it had a future and it felt like there was a future there that was was going to potentially develop and i was really enjoying it and i just saw it did not see it coming and i wouldn't say that it's like i got my heart broken because i don't think that either party was invested enough for it to get to that point but the disappointment of going, wow, this could be a person. Like, finally, I've met a person where I like hanging out with them. We have a lot of fun. Sex is great. Everything's great. And then bam. Bam. And then you have to go, well, fuck, it took me like whatever, how many dudes it took to get to that person. Now I've got to fucking do all that again. It's hard to go through that. But I think reframing things that you're doing or dating, whatever it is, is such a good way to, to go about getting past that slump. Because I think a lot of people that I talk to myself included, you get to this point where you're like, fuck, I don't think I can do this anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it gets to that point where the disappointment, you're like, I don't think I can take another hit. But then that's why if you reframe it, you're almost, it's almost like putting up a wall that isn't hindering your chance of a connection with that person, but it is protecting you. It's kind of, I guess, like one of those walls made out of Hessian at a festival. It's a Hessian Hessian wall. Like it's it's easy to climb over it if you want to. Like you could easily just like, you know, burst through that bitch if you really want to go and see, you know, MGMT play. But it's (laughs) also like, a visual reminder that there's a wall there but it's just not made out of bricks and concrete because i know that feeling when you've been disappointed so many times and i thought i had the perfect hack for that i would just go into dates with this big tough guy energy Mm. this i don't give a fuck attitude whoever you are like 
Yeah, great. That sounds fascinating. Like just being super cocky and showed no, like I didn't want to show a absolute like shred of vulnerability because yeah. I knew I'd get, I didn't want to get crushed and get hurt again. And yeah. especially after like sometimes those shorter term, I guess, you know, unions can be really disappointing and really, really give yourself confidence, sort of a shake totally. up, a rattle. Yeah, I think sometimes more so than long things, because with a long relationship, often when it starts to end, both parties are recognizing the cracks and it's a gradual process that it breaks down. And then what you're getting over is like that grief of like losing like somebody that was a big part of your life. But the grief that you get from a short term dating thing, fizzling or ghosting is that a often it comes out of nowhere because if you're upset about it, you probably weren't expecting it to end. Mm-hmm. And then also because there was hope that you'd scrounged up what from could all have been? your disappointments that you then got dashed again and it's shit. But it's that's the thing like – Well, it's almost as well like don't let don't let all of the disappointments roll into – your worldview of dating yes so don't let the disappointments turn into your opinion and your motives and your energy that you bring to dates because i'm not saying you need to paint on this big smile and be like dating's fun i just love dating like i'm out there to meet new people and like go to new bars but jesus christ it is hard out there for a bitch and if you can find like one way to make it a little bit more fun this is it yeah. The venue, the activity. Just the, yeah, like changing up. And I think you need to do that because this is the thing. Go bitch to your friends, bitch to us in the group, Jeans and a yeah. Nice Top Podcast on Facebook, little plug there. You know, we bitch to each other about stuff, dating shit all the time, but you still, you have to go into every date with a positive attitude. Otherwise, what is the fucking point? What, and what, what is, is the, the fucking point? point? And it- you may as well just be at home finishing binge watching The Crown in your undies, eating pizza off your tits, which is my favorite activity. Thank you very much. Exactly. Yes, I am projecting. You know, you, I would rather be doing that than going into a date where I'm already decided that it's going to be shit. That they're trash. And then I'm projecting that onto the yeah. date. It's very palpable. I feel like people can sense that energy. I've Big sensed time. it from guys when they're already disappointed. I can feel that they already have a negative attitude to our like drinks and then it's like no one's having a good time what's the point we could have just not done this and i think it's really funny i mean it's not funny at all actually it's just like an annoying depressing fact of life is that unfortunately to make any connection you have to go in with some vulnerability because otherwise you're not going to be open to whatever might happen from that interaction right totally so it's like you have to go onto a first date with at least like you don't have to be fucking like oh this could be the man that i marry or the woman that i finally settle down with and yeah. buy 20 dogs with you know it it's not that you have to go in hard on your sleeve full on talking like, about future your thought. you just need to go in with an with open like, mind yeah and like and like with the openness of getting to know that person and letting them get to know you, even if you get burned every single fucking time leading up to it, you're still going to have to do it again. Otherwise, what is the point? There is none. And I also think as well, go in with, I think a lot of the anxieties and why we think dating isn't fun is because they've turned into job interviews where like, Mm -hmm. God, you you just feel like you've answered the same questions time in, Mm -hmm. time out. So, I mean, 
take the conversation somewhere fun. So if someone says, uh, you know, Mel, where did you, so tell me a bit about yourself. You're from Sydney. Where'd you grow up? You'd be like, yeah, no, I, I, I grew up in Sydney. Um, in the Eastern suburbs, a suburb called Rose Bay. And did you know it's got the like highest capita of, uh, of dogs in New South Wales per person? <laughs> it's not wild. And of those breeds, half of them are Labradors. <laughs> So then it just takes the conversation somewhere a little bit different than like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, grew up in Sydney. Yeah. What about yourself? Oh, yeah, Sydney too. Yeah, no, great. School? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no. I went to that school. Yeah, no. No, what friend. <laughs> Do you know Amanda that went there? No. Um, <laughs> God, this date's giving me hives. It's, yeah, like this date, we've all been on it. Mm. And I just remember going on that date time in, time out. And I was like, this conversation is boring. I can't hear myself like tell this again mm. sometimes i just start lying because i couldn't be bothered <laughs> they're like and then that's the thing is that's that's then i feel the disappointment creeping in where then you literally are so like you're already like oh this guy this person can't be for me i'm just gonna start lying yeah because you're tired of the same old same old and it's just it's just really hard work when you've got work and friends and family and you've got your own problems and whatever to go into and now these a pandemic fun yeah. on top of all that the stress of that but it's, you know, you were saying like, go and do something new. I, it's funny because I think a lot of people have their go-to date spots and I definitely have them. As do I. And I think that's fine. Yeah. But I usually, when I'm feeling a bit ugh, like tired and burnt out from the dating scene, or it's a person where I'm like, I don't know about you, but I'm going to give it a shot because I'm trying something new. Like, you know, yeah. when you're like, okay, I'm going to get out of my fucking like history of going out with the goofy comedic funny guy who then ends up fucking ghosting me after two months that is like, like mel's type mel's type is, is awkward as fuck goofy gangly. seems very very um what's the word like non-threatening in the end is the absolute fuck boy of the entirety of sydney totally and fucks you over through being awkward and goofy and funny and non-threatening but Basically, when mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, got to get out of this type. Yeah. Got to go for someone that looks like a banker. Got to go for someone older and more serious. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, like, I don't want to go on this oh, date because this person hasn't oh. been funny in messages or whatever. And then you're and- sitting across from a single dad who got a babysitter for the date. I yeah. Remember that, oh, I remember oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> remember what he looks like, but you're just like hearing him talk about the kids and you're like, Oh, this ain't it. Yeah. This is not But the it. thing is, is sometimes it could be it. And that's why we do that is that I think it is important to break out of your like traditional type that you go for every now and then and try something different yeah. because you never know if your type is toxic for you and you need to go and try something else. Or if you've just had a string of shit guys, you don't know. So that's the beauty of dating is that it should be kind of multifaceted and you date some different people. But when I go on that date, the single dad date, just say. Yeah. I, that's when I will pick that restaurant that I want to go to that I haven't been to yet, the bar I want to go to that I haven't been to yet, that quirky date that seems like it'll be heaps of fun just as an adventure in and of itself. Yeah, like go to an escape room or something. And then you've got excitement about that activity. So if the date lets you down, trivia is one of my favorite for a date where you don't know if you're going to gel because I love trivia. You've got to love trivia to go, right? Yeah. But I love trivia. So if I go to trivia with a date that I'm like, eh, like about, like I don't know how it's going to go. could be amazing, could be shit. Then when it is shit, if it is shit, I'm so into trivia. Like we're winning. This guy might have absolutely no chat, but he knows everything about cricket. 
And suddenly we're getting a string of cricket questions and he's getting them all right. And I'm now going to win a hundred dollar beer voucher or something that I can you use got at a, a later date. You got a cold schooner in front of you, got a hot snitty. You know, Life like there's, good. and that's it. Like you are so right. Like in that, because I think if you're thinking about the positives that came out of that time, you're less likely to just add another micro disappointment to your stack of disappointments. You're going to come out of that date and go, yeah, well, there wasn't a connection there. I'm going to have to send a text later that's like, that was fun, but no, no thank thanks. you. But I had a great schnitty, a great beer, a $100 beer voucher that I sneakily took off the table so that he didn't take it. And now I know a shitload about cricket. Fuck yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, one day you're going to meet your dude or your chick or mm. your person. And I say this so many times, like I have, I'll have friends who are like, I'm so tired. I'm so over it. I hate it. I hate it. And I've had it said to me as well, because I think we always need this pep talk at some point in our dating always. time, right? That one day it'll just happen. And then you'll go on a date and they're great. And then you go on another date and another date. And before you know it, that's your partner. And then you're getting married or you're settling down with your dogs and your cats or you're moving to the beach or whatever happens. Mm. And then that's it. You're done with the dating scene. And wouldn't it be so much nicer to look back and be like, fuck, remember when I went on that date to the trivia thing and then I took the beer thing? Or like, remember when we went to mini golf and then I like golfed him in the head and then we had to go to the hospital? But actually, maybe exactly. not that. No, but that, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like you want to look back on these as like experiences, not just like a string of like disappointments. Yeah. Because it's so true that dating at its core is meant to be fun, but somewhere along the way, it's it needs a good publicist. Yes. Because it has gotten a bit of a bad reputation since, especially since the apps came on the scene as being something that is draining, challenging, not fun, a chore, a job. And like anything else, you know, it's a numbers game and you have to be in it. Yes. You have to be in, you know, it's like Brene Brown. you got to be in the arena. Yeah. The dirt. Love Brene. On your face. like <laughs> The god of, of jeans and a nice top. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> our archangel like yeah. you have to be down in the arena like yeah willing to like get down there uh, and you know that is a lot of the time you're like i don't want to go in the arena again the arena's scary and i'm tired yes. and i've been down there heaps of times i hate it down there it, and that's i think the thing is that it's so shit sometimes it's so hard to get into that mind space mm. and and i get that and that's i think when it comes into play at one of our earlier episodes about taking a break going retreating into yourself having me time not not participating in the dating situation for a bit but don't like i think when you get back into it reframe everything reframe if you're in the car going up the fucking coast right now listening to this go on your tinder in the byron or wherever and like go on a sexy beach date with some rando who's also up in town and just have fun and don't expect anything necessarily yeah from it. And just have fun give it a go i want everyone who's listening to this who's dating to go on a little experimental date oh yeah just pick somebody on a dating thing and then plan an activity that you want to do that's fun yeah and go into it with no expectations and refusing to take in the disappointment baggage that you have taken in before and just give it a go. And I know that it's really fucking hard. And we both know, like we cannot tell you enough. 
we have been through the fucking ringer. Like, like five solid years on these apps, <laughs> just like day in, day out, getting my ass kicked. Like this isn't two chicks with like long-term boyfriends who have been in relationships for 10 like, years. Oh my God, maybe you you're this. just not trying hard enough. Are you putting yourself out there? Yes, bitch, I am. Yes. I've worn this black this dress 400,000 times. It's got holes in the underarm like, bit because it's been worn so fucking much. Literally, that's where it's at. Like we are not just two chicks being like, have fun with it. Just get, you know, fucking yeah. zesty, and, you know. Yeah. No, we know. Yeah. It's fucking It's hard. fucked, but at the same time, you can't live your life that way or you're no. just never going to have fun. You're never going to meet somebody um, that if you want to meet somebody. Like, either way, it's going to be shit. Like we said, you don't want to go on that date when you're in a shit mindset. You're just going to waste your own time, waste their time, waste the waiter's time, waste everyone's Everyone's going to feel it as well. Like, you can just feel that energy. Yeah. And, not, you know, we're not we're, – we're semi-woo on this podcast, but – you can feel someone's energy. It's like, mm. God, the way that someone enters a room, you can just feel what they're going to be like. Yeah. Like when someone cruises in with swagger and they're sort of like their chins up, they're looking around, they're, you know, they've got a bright look on their face. They're quite engaging. We yeah. all have that mate yeah. who rocks in and you could, they just light up a room. Yeah. And of course, we're not all those bright shiny lights but you're your own but type you're your of bright shiny bright shiny type of light like try and just yeah i guess just try and embody that a little bit when you go on a date yeah don't just sort of drag yourself in and then start unpacking like the dog you've got with the x on the table and then the like hometown you hate on the table mm. and then like don't just pack a bag full of like disappointing like, stories. Do you and want then, my baggage? Yeah, Here is and my then baggage. just like also, I think there's another when it comes to reframing dating, it's reframing how you sell yourself mm. because a lot of the time we'll go into a date and think, you know, I'm this, I'm that. We've all got preconceived conceptions of how we see yeah. ourselves in a mirror, and so if you go to a date. Think about how you sell yourself. Like Mm. I used to always sell myself from the work I did. So I'd always lead with my job. Mm. And then I was like, what am I doing? Mm. Like then I just went in just as ash and it was a lot sort of, I don't know. It just felt less like a sales pitch. Like Mm. it felt a bit more fun just going in as myself. Like I'm not trying to prove who I am. Yeah. And that, as well, like reframing, I think, how you sell yourself and how you set the tone for the date with that intro yeah. conversation. It's so true. And I think like going in confidently. And so if you're feeling shitty and not confident, which a lot of us are feeling Mood. in this dating world, you know, put on your bad bitch playlist. Everyone should have a bad bitch playlist. And if you don't, I will share mine in the group. It's really good. And put on your bad bitch playlist while you're putting makeup on or while you're getting dressed or like even just on the bus on your way to the date. And then go in. Strut in. Knowing. Yeah. And just like not, it's not an arrogance. It's just literally like this confidence. Like, you know what? I am a catch. Because like you're all catchers. We're all catchers into somebody, you know? So we are catchers. And if that person that sits across from me doesn't acknowledge, doesn't feel that, yeah. I'm just not their catch. And that's fine. That all is good. so fine. They might not be my catch, right? But you are a catch. It's not dependent on your job. It's not dependent on who you're friends with or who you know. It's literally just dependent on how interesting you are as a person. We're all interesting. We all have, you know, quirks and cute things that we do or say. And, like, we're funny in our own ways. And we have 
interesting insights in our own ways is like, that's the beauty of humanity is that everybody is individual and great in some way to a certain type of person. Right. And so it's like, I think when we stop having that confidence in ourselves and we're trying to sell ourselves to somebody, or we're just feeling like sad and Eeyore-ish in life, which is my favorite phrase to say about somebody who is just like down on themselves or down on life or whatever. And, you know, like, like go get pep, almost pep talk yourself with music or with Be like, whatever. Yes, we Some have Brene got Brown this. in your ears yeah. if you want, whatever, and just go in and like, yeah, own yourself. I think have fun with it. You'll have more fun anyway. And then also, you. I actually think when I go in and I own myself, the disappointment is a bit less if there is disappointment afterwards because mm. it's kind of like, yeah, but I've like built my confidence up, so it takes a bit less of a hit afterwards. But, yeah, I actually went on – I was going to tell a story about a guy that I went out with who was, like, deeply jaded from the dating thing. And so, firstly, he had put pictures of himself from 10 years before on his profile, which is the absolute no, as we've talked about Yeah, we don't even need to touch on that shit. No, but you know. You you all know not to do that. And so, basically, I turned up and it it wasn't necessarily that he looked worse. It was just, like, a shock which obviously is going to be then off-putting for him because I'm, like, obviously probably giving a bit of a shocked the Botox facial was worn expression. Off. <laughs> My Botox had worn off and I'm, like, frowning deeply. <laughs> and then basically we got, like, a beer and um, we sat down and he was just, like, I was just trying to, like, you know, have conversation. And he was just being real, like, neg about everything and, yeah, like, started talking about an ex at some point, which really threw the convo and made it really awkward. And basically it was really funny because I was still giving it a red hot crack because I'm always sort of like, well, I'm here now. I may as well try and lift this thing up. Yeah. And But by the time he had, you know, gotten a bit tipsy and – Warmed up. Warmed up, I was already done with it because it was just so – off-putting to just get a barrage of negativity and I just felt very much like it was a chore for him to be out he wasn't that interested it was very unattractive to sit down when you've made time in your day like everybody does for dates to sit down with somebody who's just throwing negativity at you and like not that you have to be like a hyper positive person but like I'm talking like that jadedness, you know, like it's you can be palpable. someone that's not like, woo, Christmas. It's not about being like Christmassy and fun. No. And upli- like if you're a quiet, reserved person who thinks before they speaks, not me, but like if that's you, <laughs> be that person. Yeah. It's more about, you know what we're talking about. Like if we're talking about that like deep, like, you know, the wound that we all get from dating from time to time and when we just like let it fester and then we're just like bleh we just speak from that place yeah and it feels gross to and on the across on from. the reciprocating end it is really uncomfortable to experience and then often you just shut the whole thing down pretty early and so by the time he kind of got to a warmed up place i'd already checked out and i was just like you know, I was there for about and, an hour and I was like, hey, I got to go. And then he got really shitty about it. And it's like, bitch. Also, please do not abuse my effective oh. labor as a woman. Like, don't even get oh, me started on this. Like, <laughs> it's the woman's job to come in. Like, you know, when oh, the husband gets no. home from work, you know, have the scotch ready and, you know, have the kids quiet and in bed and the house vacuumed and be smiling. And come don't, into this date all positive yeah, and lift me up. Don't, you know, trouble him with your day. Like, let him relax. Give him a comfortable space so he can unwind quietly after you know being the main breadwinner it's still like some in you know mainly heterosexual unions because i haven't dated any other 
person is they come into the day like that and they are so negative and palpable and I have to be shiny yeah. and work so hard. And mm. by the time I've warmed them up, I'm just like, yeah. Then I just switch off and yeah. I just turn on them so ice cold. And then because I'm over it, yeah. like I'm kind of a bit sociopathic like that. Like I just get but happier I get because they can't tell I'm putting it on. I'm like, that is fascinating. Oh my God. It just sounds like, I don't know. It just sounds like you've got such a blessed life. And they're like, not really. And I'm like, well, tell me more about your work. Oh, Surely God. you must enjoy it. And they're like, no, it's, I mean, like, it's it's pretty boring. And then by the time I've done the fake routine and they warm up, I'm like, bye, doll. Yeah. And that's it. Like, and that's the thing is it's so disrespectful to me to come to a date with that attitude, right? And when I've experienced it, I've been like, fuck you for sitting here and making me like dance lift for you, you up and dance, dance like a dancing you. monkey to try and like make this thing not shit that then you go, I shouldn't do that to somebody else. And that's the problem is I think when we get jaded with this stuff is we go into everyday thinking, projecting onto that person, the last person that hurt our feelings, but that person hasn't done anything to us yet. They deserve like, a fresh, you know, a, a fresh, fresh, like slight, well, unless, or just don't fucking go on that date. That's the thing. There's the two options there. You either don't go on the date if you really don't want to deal with it. And and then empathetic good cop side of us says, yeah. please just listen to the bad bitch playlist. Pick yourself up off the ground. Go on that yeah. date. Have a good time. Have a few different focuses, right? But if you cannot do that, don't go on that date and then project onto somebody else. Totally. That, because because it's just we're all taking time out of our weeks. Like, fuck, we're all busy. I don't want to fucking go down at 7 p.m. and spend money on drinks and sit and listen to somebody go, oh, no, yeah, I guess it's okay. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, give me a long-winded story about ex-girlfriend who broke my heart and, and took, took my the dog. dog. Oh, they always <laughs> take the dog. Like, just, They're always taking the dog. Are there just bitches everywhere with dogs? I it's think so. Like, Y'all take the dog, don't you? And, and then you know what? That, that girl's probably like, well, actually, he just gave me the dog and now he just likes to use it as an excuse. It's, yeah, totally. But why I hurt him, but... It's, it's true. If you, you, if you can't reframe the game as fun... Take a break. Take a break. Bench and that's yourself. fine too. That's fine too. Bench yourself. It's totally fine either way. I, but I, we do encourage you. It's summer. I want everyone to go and do a little experiment. Fun date. Go on a fun date. Go do something like the Ash style date. Go pick a thing that you've really wanted to do or you'd really like to do and you don't really have anyone to do it with. Find a new thing. It could be that you want to date outside of your usual type it could be that you have someone that you've been chatting to on the apps and you just haven't organized a thing yet ask them a out this class you want to go to yes like, go do something wild just do like not not wild to the point where you're gonna get murdered or anything but like yeah, you know first guys just but- like go do something cute and go into it with no expectations and with a focus not just on that person and what they could bring into your life but on just doing a fun fucking thing that you've wanted to do and then report back report back hear about it facebook group instagram dm email you guys know all the details they're all in the show notes yes hope you're having good summer um and we'll yeah thanks for listening next week Bye. (laughs) bye